0: Do you know what a shoot the duck is? <laughs> I have what you're nobody knows what shooting the duck is? What is this? It's where you go down on one skate and you hold the other. Isn't oh, yeah. I don't want to the shoot the duck. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. Right on. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland
1: is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. This time to throw down, yo. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? Waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest on Earth.
1: Welcome to Bob's Sism Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, finding magic, and the power of nostalgia. On this episode, we're talking about shareholders want Bob Chapek to get the old Michael Eisner. Disney pins their hopes on Boba Fett and the Beatles. Lightyear drops another trailer, and in our main segment, it's been 25 years since the Star Wars Special Editions were released in theaters, dominating the box office, infuriating fans, and reigniting the love for a galaxy far, far away. We wax nostalgia on the Special Editions and what that has meant for Star Wars fans young and old. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, a man who prefers shooting the duck... To a Crazy Legs Grapevine Oh yeah It's absolute Aaron Robbins That's right
0: I'm a backwards roller skating Rhapsody of roller rink good times You wear your big long tube socks I do I pull your them short up short neon shorts As short as I can and get them you shoot that duck all day long uh, Yeah I do I shoot that duck You gotta be careful when you go short shorts And short shoot the duck Short shorts and shooting the duck Yeah it's a, it's yeah. a de- uh, combo move You gotta well, make well, sure those shorts are short But very tight But but right in, in all the, Exactly <laughs> Welcome to episode 92 Where we just got done doing Patreon Having a we bunch did. of fun talking about roller skating rinks and pinball machines uh everything that grown men who, who are, are in their at mid work. 40s that are
1: pining for their their youth the, yeah. uh, the the joy that they had in their youth would talk about. Yeah, we did a lot of talk on our
0: Patreon. Yeah. I would say about, for a midlife crisis, ours is fun. Ours is healthy. Ours is healthy. <laughs> this and is what, what is I mean. Saying,
1: for a yeah, for a for a midlife crisis, we're not buying corvettes. No. We're not getting our ears pierced. Nope. We're not running off with a 20-year-old. Nope. We are talking about, hey, how do we make more joyous experiences for <laughs> our
0: families and ourselves? Our wives are like, I, I knew they were going to have midlife crisis. I didn't know they were going to want to be like the guy that invented flubber. I, yeah, mean, I think right. that's what they want. Oh, yeah. well, is he buying another
1: He-Man figure? <laughs> right.
0: You guys don't want a car or a motorcycle? Like, I mean, no. you, can, can you
1: do something that's just a
0: little bit more cliche? We want to be mad scientists. And that's yeah. what we're going to do. We're creating a machine that turns you into cotton candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Welcome to episode 92, a Star what Wars episode. You? Also, lots of fun Disneyland stuff going on. How has your week been, though? my week has been good my
1: week has been really okay. good uh you and i got a chance to do a little off-road one-wheeling recently yeah just a, a, a little while ago
0: yeah just a little while ago fun. i only almost fell once last time i went and fell and cut my ankle open from you, did my sock. Great
1: job yeah. you did a great in job today. you did a great job in front of
0: a female soccer team was out there practicing yeah they that's not, that
1: doesn't put any pressure
0: on yeah. you whatsoever they kind of pause and they're like is that my professor oh. in a helmet is that my with- dad <laughs> exactly yeah
1: no it's definitely not my dad (laughs) nope it's not don't don't look at me i'm just i'm just over here yeah but it was fun yeah it was fun uh this is new let me tell you some things okay that
0: we should be very excited what's brewing what's brewing over there i want to say to the listener okay
1: we have launched on youtube
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was all in my feed. And I was like, what is all this bobsled stuff? And you're like, what? Bobsled and is on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's got like a thumbnail and then it plays a little like audio waveform. That's on right. Yeah. So,
1: uh, you know, YouTube is the number one platform for media. creative content media discovery. Doesn't matter.
0: It's a video platform, but you can put whatever you want. You put up there. Whatever you want yep. on
1: there. Doesn't matter. Put your old snapshots on. Yep. People will find it. So we're on YouTube right now. Bob says and Banthas is the YouTube channel. This is what we would love. Uh Oh, we know that wherever you are listening to this right now, this is your preferred podcast platform. Good. We acknowledge that. We
0: don't want you to change that. No, I don't being in your ears. I don't need to be in your eyes. We don't need you to move
1: over to YouTube. But what we would love is if you went over to YouTube and you subscribe
0: to the Bob Says and Banthas oh, right. channel. Just listen. We're just expecting you listen to every, every episode no, twice no, no, no. now.
1: I'm not expecting anybody to listen. I'm just, just let asking, it play in the background. Just do me a favor and subscribe. There you go. I'm not even going to say smash that like button. I'm not going to say that. Don't need and to. And I do not want you to ring that bell for notifications. No. There's no you, need. There's no need. Yeah. But... If you could go over and subscribe to our YouTube channel, that would really help with other people discovering bobs and Banthas on this enormous media
0: platform called YouTube. We'd really, really appreciate it Oh, wow. Right at the beginning of the show. Well, yeah. Making a call to action right now. I think that we should ro- roll that right into the news because I had a good week. You had a good week. Launched on YouTube. I yep. got a bunch to talk about. We do have a bunch to talk about. Have we been funny enough? No, so, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's go into the news anyways. Well, before we do, okay, okay, what do you I got? have
1: another... Big announcement to make. What do you got? Uh, I want to thank one of our newest patrons Yay! over on our Patreon. Did they get into that shoot the duck level. Uh, he got on that shoot the shoot the duck level. He nice. is currently supporting us to open up a fully eighties themed roller rink. Right on. Uh, so that we could potentially break even or take a gigantic bath. Uh, <laughs> right on, it. Uh, on. On our investment. Uh, but Michael joined us over on Patreon, Thanks, and we Michael. just want to thank him for uh, for sc- subscribing to our Patreon with all. And thank you to all of our patrons who have been supporting us uh, for the past yes. uh, couple of years. We've
0: really really got an appreciate episode. Ready to come out from last week. And then that's this right. one is uh, 30 minutes of roller skating rink and the best business ideas. Uh, it's basically like Step Brothers 2. Yeah, pretty much. It's the sequel to Step Listen, Brothers Listen, if
1: you want to steal any of our harebrained schemes, you are more than welcome to. We just want lifetime passes. Well, that's all we want. That's all we want. That's all we want. All right, now let's get into the news. Let's get into that. Let's noodle in that yodel. It's time for news. Oh. <laughs>
0: Remain seated, please. You know, uh <laughs> Mr. Storm. <laughs> are you sure you want to start? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, good. These are like not quoted from official places. These are just things that are happening around the Disneyland resort that you should be aware of. One of them is that Musings
1: uh, via Aaron.
0: Yes. Downtown okay. Disney. Yes. Lots of lots of stuff happening yes. on, at downtown Disney. That Earl of Sandwich is closed. Gone. Starbucks is closed. Out of there. Sugarboo is closed. Nope. I mean, nope, it's not there anymore. No, yeah. I mean, it is close. I, mean, so, yes. uh, I, mean, I mean, yes, it is close. And I think the AMC complex, I can't, uh, the movie theater complex, I believe that's gated off as well. Oh my Just goodness. pending lots of stuff coming to downtown uh, Disney. And what are those things? I don't know. When One of the things I do know is that it's going to get a mid century look, which is a sort of a departure from where it's hmm. at now, but it's going to get a mid century look like and some new. More along the lines of the way uh, Disney California Adventure looks? Or are we Maybe. talking like oh. more like.
1: Mid-century modern '50s '60s aesthetic, like a uh, Tomorrowland.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope they don't go that '50s and '60s route because that seems a little cliche to me. But I like the I like the entrance to Grand Cal uh, to Disney's California Adventure. Right? Cool. Yeah, yeah. So those uh, those are the uh, big renovations downtown Disney.
1: That's th- a lot. That's a lot to close in that area. It's a
0: lot to yeah. close, especially in that 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 back area where Earl of Sandwich was and the movie theater was uh, there. Not to mention those those stores that you
1: identify those I mean those are good earners yeah. too. So that's a that's a lot of Lego lost Lego
0: store doing a lot of work down there now. Oh yeah. Other things happening uh on in downtown Disney and around that area is uh the Disneyland Resort is celebrating uh Black History Month in yep. what they call Celebrate Soulfully. Uh it's oh, yeah, the, their title of it. Just Dude, they just got tons of stuff happening. It's really great. Tons of like they got music, you know, music places and jazz bands and live stuff going on everywhere. Oh, that's awesome. But one of the coolest things I saw is they have this uh this artist. Her name is uh Marcella Sweats. Marcella okay. Sweat. And she's she's been with Disney for a long time, done tons. She's like a senior production uh, artist at Disney, and she's doing chalk murals on the ground. And I don't know if you're into chalk murals, but we have the scene. Yeah, a fin? I'm also a fan. A fan and a fan of them. Yeah. I'm also a fan and a fan. You are. Of them. I call to, fin fan. That's yeah. what I call it. I go fin fan on the shock murals all day yep. long. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Chalk It Up in Sacramento?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, Chalk It Up is a great little weekend event uh, yeah. down in midtown Sacramento where uh, just artists descend on all the sidewalks in- um, Around a park there uh, yeah, on 16th. Uh, yeah, around 16th and P. Yeah. And it's uh, just great. just like the, a fun
0: festival. Yeah. The artwork ranges at those from I Didn't Show Up. Yeah, to, and terrible to like. Wow, I uh, super impressive. A, a
1: friend of ours, a neighbor's daughter, actually won one of the awards wow. one year. Yeah, for it's cool. She
0: did. This lady's this uh, you know production artist at Disney, uh, Marcella Sweat. Her stuff's amazing. Yeah, and, and she's, she's doing them. She's doing them in that area. So oh, you can go. So cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. Uh, so those are my two downtown Disney and Disney Resort items. I got a bunch of other stuff going, but you wanna take a news? You wanna take a shot at a news item? Yeah.
1: Uh, well Disney's financial
0: Disney's earning call
1: is coming up. Uh will have passed by the time you're listening to this uh, this episode. So it'll be interesting to see how that earnings call goes. But there's the earnings some... call something you literally just dial into and listen. Dial into and listen. If you're a shareholder, you can listen to how the Disney company is doing. Well, I
0: wanna thank y'all for calling in. Yep. You can
1: hear statements from Bob Chapek probably from the CFO yeah. about the state of the Disney company, uh, the how they have done and what they are looking forward to. And one of the things that will be uh, of, of note yes. in that earnings call, we'll get to the big one. Right. Now, I don't know if it's going to be part of the earnings call, but there's news surrounding the earnings call. But uh, they there was a lot of discussion on MSN Money about uh, the need for Disney to focus on Disney Plus streaming and specifically how well to... Uh, streaming shows did the Book of Boba Fett and Beatles get back, get back, and on um, whether or not those two shows, supported by some of the other shows like Hawkeye and that sort of thing, have uh reignited or increased
0: subscriber growth yeah. to the Disney Plus streaming service. <laughs> B- Boba Fett, because of all that that news of like, no, I mean I got to subscribe to Disney Plus. It can't I be like I see saying, what's going on. It here. can't be as bad as you're saying. I have to that I. Subscriptions are up. People have to see this. They gotta see it. Uh,
1: MSN money says that Disney will need to hit or exceed 8.5 million new subscribers, uh, in, in, according to estimates, which would bring the total to 127 million subscribers by the end of 2021, uh, which would be half of Disney's 2024 goals. Okay. Right. That's a lot. So, that's a lot. Any now,
0: business model that relies on that level of subscriber growth is really a hard business to be I in. I am
1: I am surprised or I you know, Disney was so aggressive in their initial rollout of Disney Plus that to me it feels like it feels like the the Netflix model, right? Like if you haven't subscribed to Disney plus by this time, you're probably not going to. It's certainly, I don't think you're going to be
0: like Disney. It sounds familiar. They do. What do they do? Balloons. So yeah, I think a lot of people have heard about it and I don't, I I think we're past the period of people waiting to see what it was going to be.
1: Yeah. Like who's not subscribing to Disney plus at this point. So it needs,
0: it needs the Netflix model and it it needs a stranger things. It needs a, it needs a, you know, HBO and HBO's game of Thrones. It needs something where people are like, I wasn't planning on, subscribing to it right but now i now i don't see any way that i can't because i have to have this media
1: but that's what i'm saying about the disney plus platform itself yeah. like the audience that is going to subscribe to disney plus has likely already done that because you a were there ramp. for yeah. the yeah. disney vault and all yeah. the old disney movies i mean the mandalorian again the mandalorian itself brought a lot of people who were not interested in the vault i can't imagine that beatles get back and, uh, and the book of Boba Fett are
0: bringing in new subscribers. No, Mandalorian got all the Boba Fett people. Right. That's like, what I'm the, saying. No, nobody was like, I'm not interested in the Mandalorian. So
1: maybe, maybe the Beatles, uh, generate no. some stuff. No, I, no, no. I will tell you this. My father-in-law who is Beatles fan number one. Okay. He was like, oh, I got to subscribe to Disney plus because of the Beatles documentary series that's coming out. And I was like, well, I just make a profile for you. Why don't I just make a profile for you? He's yeah. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and I go, well, you're, not, you're not going to watch anything else on Disney Plus. That's all
0: I'm interested in. So even
1: even if he was the type of guy that subscribed for the free week, watched the miniseries, and then unsubscribed, like again, how many how many of those people how many of those people are subscribing to Disney Plus because of The Beatles Get
0: Back? Yeah, we could talk about Disney Plus forever. I don't think they've figured I don't think they've figured their thing out yet, and uh, I don't think the shows that they have. You know, this would get into a whole thing. It would get into a whole thing of Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett. And we're not ready to get into we're that. We're not right ready now. to get into it. Okay. Cause we'll
1: be talking about next week because cool. this is, uh, this is the, f- the finale week of yeah. the book of Boba Fett. And so we'll get into it. Uh, Good next week. Next week. Uh, now, what Bob Chapek is going to want. He's going to want those extra million subscribers. Oh, sorry, wait. In order to justify his job, because yeah. there is a lot of outrage right now uh, being generated over Reddit yeah. from shareholders talking about hey, we need to be pressuring the Disney board to get Bob Chapek out of there as yeah. CEO. In a very furious. old way, because
0: there's, a, a, there's been a petition at change.org or whatever that's, yep. that's asked for his resignation for quite a while, right. a couple of months at least. But this there, there's this ground-swelly share voter, uh, shareholder uh, vote request now that's very similar to the Save Disney era of Michael Eisner and Roy Disney. It's got a lot of those right. same it's got a lot of those sounds same, to it.
1: Right. And those who may be unfamiliar, and I think actually it's This is probably a good news story that would be a jumping off point for sort of a Disney look at look back at Disney history type of thing. You know, when Michael Eisner was falling out of favor with shareholders and with some pretty big shareholders, I might add a Steve Jobs level shareholders. Uh uh, There was a big push at that point to get Michael Eisner out of the company uh, sort of through the shareholder revolt. Very similar to what we're seeing right now with Bob Chapek.
0: Yeah. And it's not, I mean, I think with Michael Eisner, I think with this, they're not looking to, because a lot of the Disney company is held, the shares of those are held by investment companies. Conglomerations or companies, right. And and they tend to vote a specific way and they vote all those shares that way. So it's really hard to vote out. But what you can do is if you can get, if you can get enough of a no confidence vote in that, even if it's not a majority or whatever, it does signal to the company that like, look, we're not on this. And I'll share a little bit about that in my next news item.
1: Well, I think the interesting thing here is uh, there was a follow-up. So so this generated a lot of uh, buzz on the internet. And there was a follow-up that was posted over on Nasdaq.com. Yeah. Uh, They wrote a blog post on Nasdaq where they talked about how can the shareholders, you you know, create enough momentum, enough pressure in order to get a CEO fired? They can. Will that happen in this case? Likely not, because the biggest... The the biggest uh, complaining is surrounds the the Disney parks, yeah. and it's not surrounding you know what's happening in the home video market or Disney streaming right. or production of, of their yeah. feature films and that sort of thing. And that the that the theme park and the upcharges of theme parks is something that fans are legitimately angry about. But is there enough of a voting block of them to actually pressure Chapek or pressure to the board in order to remove Chapek from his position? Probably not. Yeah, because this 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 article points out that what fans are complaining about are longer lines and higher prices. And what most shareholders hear when they hear that is we're doing
0: great. Yeah, we're doing we're doing making good. more so money. There's a lot of people that are willing to pay for this. Yeah.
1: If it was like there aren't there, it's complete empty. It's completely empty. And we've been raising prices. Like maybe that would trigger shareholders. Or they were we losing to ground
0: against. to right. universal right. or six flags or something like that. I think the things he has going for him are that he's new. And yeah. so he's not been given a fair shake. He took over during COVID. So he's not given it a fair shake. A lot of their business, their departments, their divisions are doing fine. I think the theme parks are even doing fine when it when it comes to COVID. Yeah, exactly. So it's really it's really a, the magic is gone thing. Right. So I think what you can hope for is being like, we heard you. You're very unhappy with the way things are going. we are committed to looking for it. I, I bet you that's the answer you're gonna get. We're committed to looking at those things, making I think improvements you're right. and that's a and that's about it. I
1: mean the truth of the matter is is that until and we've mentioned this on the show before, right? Until guests vote with their wallet and just say, I'm not going to Disney anymore. It's too expensive. It's too busy. The upcharges. until they go, hey, listen, I love this thing and I want to experience this thing, but I'm refusing to. Unless that actually happens, like why would Disney do anything different? They, they're like, okay, if we talked about last week, right? We are actively trying to find ways for you to not come here because yeah. of our capacity, and yet you don't take a hint. You keep coming here and pay, right. giving us more money.
0: Yeah, so I think Eisner, I hear it compared to the Eisner thing. A lot. Eisner's situation was very different. He was very failing different. on lots of different levels, yeah. and he was entrenched. He had entrenched himself, and he had been there for a while.
1: Well, and his his ego, uh, yeah. his ego. Uh, cause him to, to make some
0: very bad, stubborn decisions. Yeah, uh, I love that area of, of era so of Disney. It is. It is fascinating. So I, I can't wait to talk about it with you sometime in, in the future. If we don't quit this at 100... Sometime we'll get to the Eisner. The I mean, idea. if we don't, if we don't get Eisner to, on this show, what if we have to
1: quit it? Because our roller rink business idea Takes is just off. blowing up and we just, we can't we'll do manage. like a live. We'll do like a
0: bobsleds and roll ins or something. Yeah. Uh, once, 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 once what, a month. or we just record the entire show as we're going around doing rank. roller skates. Yeah. yeah. We have one mic we mount it at the end of the roller skating ring, <laughs> so, And as we skate by that mic, we do a quick little thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. What? Are the- uh, You want to hear about uh magic key holder month? do i well that's to, that's to, not only am i not a magic key holder okay i don't know what you're talking about no, it's a month they're celebrating uh, magic key holders okay key holders by you know they get some food and some fo- special photo spots and maybe some special meet and greets tell me more no i can't tell you about oh they get a collectible <laughs> pin but here's what's interesting. In, in the news, this was over at MySage in, in the news article that was talking about the features of Magic Key Holder Month, MySage did a poll asking people how happy they were with their Magic Key. Okay. And they got 4,000 respondents, which I think is a decent number to, you know, to, to make some sort yeah, of... a good sample size. Yeah, it's a good sample size. Yeah. Uh, of those 4,000 readers that shared their feelings with MySage about how they were feeling about their Magic Key, 60%. Sixty percent nope. were unhappy or very unhappy with being a magic key holder. And twenty five percent were happy or very happy and the remainder had, had no no feelings about their magic Did key. Did they hold.
1: identify what was making them unhappy?
0: Not in that not in that poll. I think it was just sort of a like, Are you glad you're a magic key holder? And some people sixty yeah, percent were like, No, I'm not far far majority. majority, I'm not yeah, it was a huge majority. And of that I think it was 40% were at the very unhappy, the lowest level you can, which you, you, that's a rage vote. Like that's a, that's a, yeah, right. that's not really how you feel. Right. You're trying to send a message. Yeah. Um, and this is what we're seeing at Disney. We just talked about that. i to talk about Toontown. Real quick. If you want to talk about Toontown. I want to talk about Toontown because it's getting a massive refurbishment. Massive refurbishment. So it's going to be closed here pretty soon. Yep. And they're doing this weird thing there that I've, I've never heard of before. Maybe they did this kind of stuff in Florida. Yep. I've never heard of it. And I'm not saying it didn't ever happen at Disneyland, Just that I didn't know about it. But right now you can pay $350 and you can have a 90-minute party with you and your group inside Mickey's house in Toontown. So for $350, you get to take a group photo with Mickey. 90 minutes. Yeah, it's a 90-minute gathering at Mickey's house for up to 10 guests. You can take a photo with Mickey and receive complimentary downloads of that photo. You can decorate cupcakes with Mickey. Uh, You can participate in like... uh, crafts building crafts what do you, think and they you can do? get that? quick entry into gadgets go coaster oh well oh good you mean i get front of the line access to gadgets go you get coaster? to walk on and as you're walking on it the ride already. You walk right off you're, you're right, already right off it are you We're,
1: serious they, they are promoting access to gadgets go coaster yeah. as one of the benefits I think of when this you're at the
0: end of your 90 minutes the 10 people i think they walk you on to gadgets go coaster uh because why They're not like, you see just, you later you paid $350 to do that, which seems kind of low to me to have a Don't private... you
1: think that if you were going to spend $350 for 90 minutes, you should be able to ride Gadget's Ghost Coaster as many times as you want? In those 90 which minutes? Which is probably
0: like three times at the <laughs> most anyways. No way. 90 minutes? That's the 700 laps. No, no. I know you could do it 700 <laughs> right. times. But I'm saying how many times time do you, you want like, yeah. to do it? You're like, I'm good.
1: I get like, it. I get it. I get it. It's fine. It's cute.
0: So $350 to me seemed. For how many? 10 people? 10 people for 90 minutes. In Mickey's house, I assume alone-ish. To make cupcakes of making Cupcakes, Mickey? do crafts, have your picture taken and go and go go for ten people, three fifty. I think I pay that at Chuck E. Cheese. That's a whole different mouse. So are you saying that's a good value or a bad value? To me, that feels like a good value to be able to carve out that section of a park. That doesn't seem like a ton of money to me. It doesn't seem like the, I agree with you. The for the ten people, it does not
1: seem like a ton of a ton of money.
0: I mean just the date night thing which is sold out. You can't go to date night at Disney right now, but it was, it was $110 per person. Sure. Right. I mean, again, if you, if you are splitting this up over a group of 10, yeah, then yeah, that's a, it is only 90 minutes and you get gadgets, go coaster once, but you get cupcakes.
1: Uh, that's true. It comes in a little bit cheaper than, or a little bit more expensive than the price of going on star Wars rise of the resistance. Sure. Uh, And that's a 20 minute experience. So, you know, they're just gonna figure out how to commoditize every part part of that part. I just don't see where that is like a, and I I don't want to bag on it, but it seems like is that really a special experience? I don't know if that's a special experience. If I get that Mickey's whole house, house is I mean,
0: Mickey's house is neat. But if they close it and I get it alone for 90 minutes to have my I'm going to have, my, ki- what? What gonna gonna have my kids' birthday party in there. We're going to sing. We're going to do the cupcake thing. Where?
1: What room are you going to do that
0: in? Oh, I'll probably do it it's in the washer queue. and dryer the room. The whole
1: cause thing I- is a giant queue. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. I like the room with the ship in the bottle. We'll probably do it in there. We'll sing in there. Yeah, I do like that. I like yeah. where his easy chair is. I just too. think it's interesting. I don't know I don't know that there are other aren't other groups of ten in there with you, but for three hundred and fifty bucks. No,
1: wait a second. Okay. Are you
0: telling me that there are multiple if there are multiple groups of ten doing
1: this, that is a bad value.
0: Yeah, I would agree. If yeah. I get the whole house for 90 minutes and it's kind of anything I want to do in that house for, for 10 minutes, for 90 minutes, I think $350 feels about right to Okay. Me. This brings up a good question. Okay. If you could rent out any space in
1: Disneyland for, for 90 party. minutes for a party yeah. of 10 of you, there's 10 of you, mm-hmm. uh, What? where would that be? What would you do? Yeah. And let's not say, let's assume that it's not a thing where you get to ride the ride continually for 90 minutes. Let's, let's say like, great, you get to go on it once or twice or whatever it Yeah. Is. Uh for ninety minutes, what what's place are you spending uh
0: that time that's a hundred percent yours? The Blue Bayou Pirates of the Caribbean area. Okay. That that would be that's a good that one. would be the top of my list. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't feel like I need to reserve this, but I've always wanted to have a birthday party in the Golden Horseshoe without other people coming in. If oh, I could have gotten the Billy yeah. Hill Walt used to have parties in there to celebrate stuff. So yeah. I feel like that that's you probably the Blue Bayou is probably the top of my list. That's a good that's a good pick. Yeah. That's a good pick. I, I mean I would probably go with Star Tours queue, just close that sucker down, get on that lightspeeder. It's not a bad idea, to be totally honest. That queue's In that first first area, right when you get inside. You lift up all the stanchions so you have that whole place, turn into a roller rink. Right, with a little (laughs) slope to it. (laughs) It kind of goes downhill. Well, you get momentum as you're going down, you come back up. reprogram C-3PO says, good skills, sir. Oh, wonderful job. Shoot the duck. (laughs) I say.
1: (laughs) Um, I think if I could have any space, uh, you know... Indiana Jones experience, Indiana Jones adventure, like have the entire temple, be able to explore that temple for as long yeah, as you want. for 90
0: minutes. For 90 minutes, just sort of hanging yeah, out in there. A, yeah, you do a scavenger hunt for the 10 guests. I mean,
1: granted, for 90 minutes, most people stand in queue, the queue for yes, that. Yes, you're already so, doing this. But I think just having, uh, you know, I I think the, the feeling of being in there with just you and nine of your closest friends in this enormous temple that's yeah. dark and cavernous and quiet, I think that would be really cool because that would really have that experience of that feeling of what that temple should feel like for an explorer.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. We're going all out, you know, 90 minutes. I get the whole thing. I just shut the ride down for a little while. while we do the cake and the balloons on the loading platform yeah, right. for Indiana. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then at the end of that, then you fire the ride up. We do one, yeah. one thing and we leave.
1: I mean, you, you, you do your Indiana Jones cosplay, right? You're yeah. taking pictures mm-hmm. outside the temple and uh, you're, you know, there's so many different set pieces in that queue. When that you get uh, really great photos. You, when in. you
0: do the, the, the frosting on the cake, he goes, throw me the whip. But you mean like, yeah, you know. Yeah, the ready, whip. ready whip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You do a whole ready whip joke. Yeah, perfect. That's, that's fantastic. great. I love it. That's what's going on at Toontown. Well, that's. I, I would say, to... that's I'll say that's exciting. I was just it's exciting. It's, it's going to close. It's going to close, and it's going to come back as something else. I, yeah. I, I, I have think... you seen?
1: Have you seen what the the concept art for what Toontown looks like? It uh-uh. looks really cool. Does it? Yeah. They're doing for. Uh, for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, they're doing a tunified El Capitan Theater.
0: Oh fun. And oh so like that, that's awesome. And that, the, the facade
1: looks really yeah, cool. I love the that. concept for the facade looks really cool.
0: I do I will say that in doing in sort of doing that news last news article, I realized that I think that I have been in Toontown with my kids for the last time. Mm. And I, I don't like Toontown has you not. You mean Toontown as it was as it was, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, it, and it has never stood in like for me it opened when i was older yeah. so it's never had that like you know that legacy sort of like passing on one thing to the next generation but when i think about it being a parent my kids kind of grew up in toontown and i spent a mm. lot of time in there with them so there is like a little level of sadness of you know of getting the hot dogs from that stand and having yeah, I come I out. and Kennedy I got bark thrown at her in that little play yeah. <laughs> area yeah, right of it is like a tiny bit sad that that is over like that's over. Over. I think it's going to be great. But it oh, I is think over. it's going to be great
1: too. I think especially where Toontown was. Yeah. Uh. You know when it finally because there's so much of that had been it has some problems. carved away right. Yeah. Uh. That the original Toontown to see that go. It's sad, but we haven't had original Toontown for decades. At this totally, point.
0: you have. No, do you have any nostalgic feelings for Toontown? Um, just as a young adult, okay. you know, like I, I was a huge. I loved Roger
1: Rabbit when it came out. Yeah. So the idea of having a town, uh, you know, a themed land that was pretty much anchored around Roger Rabbit uh, yeah. was a lot of fun. It was the first time I ever went to Disneyland by myself. Um, oh wow! Or you know, without a parent, I should say, uh, was what after toontown was was open sh- shortly after toontown was open so exploring that space and you know the gag factory and all that type of yeah. stuff like there's there's a lot to love there even though i do think it's very dated yeah in terms of its references like i don't think anybody i don't think any kid resonates with roger rabbit at this point and so right. uh, it makes sense uh, but yeah i mean I, I love toontown i think what it's aiming to be will be even better. Like I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be totally better. To you only be.
0: have that one experience with your kids where they're young and you're tired and it's dark in Disneyland and it's cold and you just you you don't intend to make Toontown a part of your life because you're like we're only here to relax because there's no crowds here right now yeah right but then in doing that it does become a part of your life and so I just realized where that was that was the end of probably the Symphony Fountain and the yeah. and the Roger Rabbit fountain it's cool sweet to remember that yeah we, we I mean gadgets we is still going to be there so you still yeah. have that oh good. Yeah,
1: you know that's never gonna go away. Yeah, I think. Why don't they retheme that? Yeah, I mean, seriously, like just
0: make it. I don't know anything. Like a Chippendale, like like a Chippendale thing, like an acorn stormer, like type of thing. That's what you need. Anything, Chippendale, build a a paper airplane or like an airplane out of like twigs, and you're flying through the trees collecting acorns. Anything or
1: or anything. It is a reference to a third or fourth tier character from a syndicated cartoon tv show in the 90s yeah it's super it's so like who what what is this who is this Hey, um, before we get out of the news- Oh, uh, we got lots more new stuff. We do have lots of news. you have more? Oh, yeah. The Smithsonian okay. is doing a Disney Parks and American Story exhibit, and they are- you going to fly to Washington, D.C. for that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they are encouraging families to send photos of their Disney trips to include in a display in the Smithsonian. Oh, it fun. Explores the, I hope they the American experience in through the Disney Parks. The,
0: into, a, you know, they do the little photos that make a big picture, and it's oh, the castle. Oh, yeah.
1: That's my photo. I'm
0: there. I'm in the archway. Oh, on one wow, of the chains.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then Splash Mountain is down right now January 10th to March 7th. That uh, Splash Mountain is down. Not getting the Princess and the Frog overlay, just getting a massive refurbishment uh, which apparently oh, was in an- animatronics updates and yeah, lighting uh, and Some of the sort of thing. some of the overlays the, the overlays on them were were, were ripping and yeah. so the conveyor belts off, everything's off. It's going to be a, a uh, it's going to be a brand new Splash Mountain, but not Princess and the Frog. Are they doing that or not? I don't know. I feel like they're not doing
1: it. I, there was a rumor out there that they are going to update Disneyland Splash Mountain, but may keep Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain as is. Huh? Which I say that's what they should do. Yeah, that should you should have two different Splash Mountain experiences. Yeah,
0: absolutely. We already do. You guys can sit next to each other, and that's we get true. to sit single file. We do it Tuscan Raider style to hide our numbers. Yeah, to hide your numbers exactly. Yeah, yeah, we go side by side. Yeah. All right, that, that way, was the news. That way you can
1: snuggle up next to your sweetheart. Yeah, you have to like reach for your kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Don't worry. Then why you're not are you go holding out? on to me so tight? Because I don't know.
1: Okay. Uh, two really quick. One yes. really quick story. I don't think we're gonna cover it. Apparently, there was a former Disney princess who made a TikTok talking about how people used to tip her or try to tip her, and yeah. uh, and this made the the internet. And I I, I was going to respond to it. Like the, this, d- <laughs> like the internet has a. Uh, stuff it won't print. Yeah, the internet's like, we'll run with that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah. We like that. Uh, anyways, I thought it was interesting. I just wanted to say, like, yeah. never, never, ever uh, acting as a character did anybody try to tip me money. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Did <laughs> you have training on how to reject that tip? Uh, I don't even think, I, I. no, I don't think so. I think they just said, don't accept money. You can't accept money. Yeah. And I thought, like, wait, you can get money for this? Yeah. I had had people. I, <laughs> you can get money for <laughs> this? God, Wait, this is an employable skill? Oh, man, this is great. I mean, I did have guests that gave me gifts uh, like, before what? I, they uh, stuffed animals. I've been giving, given stuffed okay, animals to stuff. Okay. I get that. Okay. They were giving uh, them to Prince charming. I, I was given, I was given stuffed animals as fur characters. I don't oh. know if I ever received anything as a face character. Did you, you I tell that you what stuff? I didn't get. I didn't get
0: money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, the one, that's the one you care about. And that's the one I care about. But apparently all like, night roller skating tickets or cash.
1: Whichever one, I'll Whichever one, But either. you didn't get either Aladdin of those things. loves both. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aladdin
0: loves both, he right. He loves,
1: he loves all night. He shoots a duck all night long. Yeah, he does. He's right next That's to me. Right. I, I can shoot the duck. That's yeah. the song that he sings. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I, I don't want to spend any more time on this. I just thought it was interesting. There's an article where this woman, this young woman, says like, "Oh, Disney works really." It tells us like we can't accept money, yeah. And people try to give it to us in these different ways. They try to bake it in muffins or put it in a. Oh water wow, box. that's elaborate. And I'm like, what who is for? this person? What is this person talking about? Yeah, I just, I've never had this experience before. No, and I was a character for five for five uh, five years. Yeah, face character for five years. Like I never had that experience. Yeah. Maybe I just wasn't a good face character. <laughs>
0: I don't know. We, we tried to tip the piano player uh, at refreshment corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we, we gave Kenny whatever to go tip the piano player. She loves the piano and was just mesmerized. And he wouldn't he wouldn't accept it at all. So like, what did he do? There's not a tip jar. So no, there's not a tip like, jar. Yeah. I, I think he said like, oh no, I'm here just I'm uh, here for slip the love. It into of the his news. arm garter. Yeah. Or no, or no was he, he just. Be, he, he, I think he put it back back in her hand and and was something about him just like enjoying playing and that was enough or something like that. But it was very like. You know, it was a very Disney moment of like, this is reward enough. Like yeah, There's right. not. I'm not. There's no other thought in my head. My thought. Other is than that I can or, get fired if I accept this. Right. The other than yeah. that it is, it's on books and I signed something. <laughs> yeah. There is the idea that I'm just. I am here to entertain. <laughs> I you. I mean, I
1: think that is that is a part of the Disney magic, right? It's. It like, is. Yeah.
0: This is what they're here to do. They they exist here because yeah. they are here to make magic for you. Right. And she said, no, that wasn't for you. It was for Bob paycheck. And he was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Totally okay. It goes in different envelopes. A different envelope. Yeah. A yeah. That one. Is, that
1: one is accepted.
0: That there's a jar on the side. Yeah. Just kidding, Bob. You're doing great. I think uh, well, you'll be fine. Debatable. We'll see
1: how that earnings call goes. Um, so, last thing before okay. we get into our big been a thing. fun news segment. It's been a great news segment. Yeah. The Lightyear trailer, the yes. v- official Lightyear trailer, dropped today at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering whether or not you watched it, what your thoughts are on
0: it. Do you want to discuss it? I, I think, think we should, it? don't okay. you? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Go. Game Go. Final. Go. Guys. Okay. Go. Go. Cabin pressurization is underway. As we prepare for ignition, flight recorders are on T-5, 4, 3, 2, 1, zero. And all the children do get. to infinity and hmm I like bay cats instead of socks for the name of that cat. Bay cats instead of bay like cat. Bay Max. Yeah, I like that. Baycats. He reminded me of Baymax. Yeah, that's a trailer, all right. It's a trailer for the Buzz Lightyear. For the movie. Buzz Lightyear movie. Wow, they call it, looks, it Lightyear. Lightyear. It looks amazing. So, Pixar's Lightyear. Just real quick, I know yeah. that I'm on a Disney podcast. Uh-huh. This is a movie about the guy that actually inspired the to the, the the toy, or about the TV show that inspired the toy. You know, Aaron, I'm so glad you asked. that Please, because I'm just slightly confused on that. Why don't we go? Right
1: Thirty-two percent
0: of the people that watch this think that's still the toy. This comes straight from Disney PR. Okay, great.
1: Releasing June 17th, 2022. Mm -hmm. That's this year. That's coming up. The definitive origin story of Buzz Lightyear, the hero who inspired the toy, follows the legendary Space Ranger on an intergalactic adventure. Buzz's world was always something I was excited about, said the director, Mm -hmm. Angus McLean. Oh, yeah. In Toy Story, there seemed to be this incredible this incredible backstory to him being a space ranger that's only touched upon, and I always wanted to explore that world further. So my Lightyear pitch was, what was the movie that Andy saw that made him want a Buzz Lightyear toy? Okay. And I wanted to see that movie, and now I'm lucky enough to get to make it.
0: I love that concept. So to answer your
1: question... Yeah, I'm still a little confused. It is the movie... That Andy sees about a character named Buzz Lightyear. Good. I think it's Andy watching Star Wars in the Toy Story world. Okay, and that's what it is. That's fine. Is it, 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 I, I don't think it's based on any person in the Toy Story world.
0: Right, and in Buzz Lightyear, this isn't like a, like a, this isn't a narrative film about a very real Buzz Lightyear. This is the movie that Andy would have watched. Correct. Okay. So
1: to your point that you made a few episodes ago. About this being a horribly confusing concept, yeah. Now I totally confused. <laughs> yeah. Before just... I was like, no, it's a Buzz Lightyear origin story. Everybody knows what that is, and they're like, yeah, but it'd be easier just to call it Toy Story Five, right? And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about, right. old man. Yeah. It's a Buzz Lightyear <laughs> origin story, yeah. And now I watch that trailer, and I'm like, what is this
0: movie? What is about? this happening? Where is it who, going? Who is, is it the a toy? main
1: character? Where's Tim Allen? Yeah, How come Tim Allen <laughs> nowhere what around to Woody? Here?
0: And I think that uh, I think that in the posters, at least for it, I felt like the Buzz Lightyear looked more human and yes, gritty and stuff. Very much and so. then I feel like in this trailer, trailer. There were some shots where it, it, it verged back towards toy ish. Well, yes. So I feel like that's going to just be confusing. I, I guarantee this will be a good story. I guarantee that how it, re, how people conceptualize the story in the toy story universe. I have no idea.
1: I don't know what to make of this movie anymore yeah. after watching this trailer. Was the trailer very enjoyable. It absolutely yeah, was.
0: It's cute. It's, it's got all the Pixar stuff yes. we love.
1: Like, am I looking forward to a Pixar science fiction story? That's not Wally? Yes, definitely. Do I like the idea of doing a Buzz Lightyear full length action full full length movie? Yeah, yeah. But the but connecting these dots of like there is this Toy Story universe. Yeah, and in this Toy Story universe, there is a movie right that is about this character that, that inspires the, the toy. toy. Yeah, that suddenly becomes what what I thought was very meta before. Yeah, is now like. I Who am I? Who am I I in this world? Who am I in this world? Right, exactly. Am I someone that is watching a movie with Andy? Am I watching this movie with Andy? Am I like a slumber party? It's cool. And then my next thought was like, wait a second. If this is the movie that Andy watched, how come it looks so good? Yeah. Shouldn't it look like 1995
0: CGI? Oh, interesting. Yeah use uh, so you know, my thoughts. You know, to assume further that it it was a cartoon in a cartoon, it was a cartoon in a 3D world, or it was a live action. Is this a cartoon yeah. or is this a live action movie? For his world, right? This thing is meta. This thing's meta on its side. Like
1: I, I don't, I don't even know how to. You I don't, look like
0: you're going through crisis is right hurting now. My brain,
1: <laughs> I can tell. I am being physically injured by my brain right now. You thought now. my
0: lightning lane lane description was was confusing? Yeah, I know. Lightyear. It's all it's you know you name some with an L and it comes up an L but this is going to be a great story that I can guarantee. It's it's got a cat named Socks in it. Big cats. I made the joke first here, people. You heard it here first and last. Let's okay. Let's probably. Maybe. Oh boy, we got to take a break. We do. This is going this episode's clocking in at 2 hours. This is going to be a marathon episode, be, folks.
1: Um, yeah. Strap in.
0: Last one was a little, little go lean. Go get some Gatorade. <laughs> we're going to make
1: up for it now. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going back to 1997. Yeah. When Star Wars was a franchise, people were like, Star what now? Uh-huh. Star Trek? Because yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of Star Trek lately. Yep. And you go, no, no, no. But that has generally been forgotten about until the special edition came back out into theaters. And I would argue changed the direction of Star Wars.
0: Forever. Yeah. Star Wars. For an entire generation, you've only been able to see it on a TV screen. Now, Star Wars is back on the big screen. no one to stop, stop us this time. With newly enhanced visual effects, digital sound, and a few new surprises. Turn Star Wars: The Special Edition starts Friday at theaters everywhere. Rated PG.
1: We're getting into it right now? Right now. I gotta take a sippy of my water.
0: Okay. Here it goes. There it is. You should have put a little Kool Aid in there. A little high seafood crunch? <sighs> oh, yeah. A little ecto cooler. Yeah, ecto cooler. Yeah. Get in there. Mix it up. Mix it up. Capri Sun? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Capri Sun's great, right? Uh, it was great when Squeeze Its were around. Squeeze Its, Capri Sun. Do you remember
1: Poppets? What's a Poppet? A Poppet was. A Midwest was...
0: version of a Squeeze It? No, no, no,
1: no. It was like a. Uh... I think it came out before squeeze It. Okay. And it was like, a, or maybe it was called, yeah, I was think it was called Poppets. And it was a a, a powdered drink oh. that came in like an accordion size bottle, oh, and you would unscrew the bottle and then unaccordion it, yeah. and then fill it
0: up and shake it up. I don't remember that. Yeah. Genius. I love drinking out of an accordion. Yeah. It's one of my three favorite shapes. I like octagons, uh-huh. accordions. I like a, tra- a, a good Hewitt's trapezoid. Trapezoid. Cup. I'm a big fan of a good trapezoid. <laughs> we already did the Patreon. Let's get into some Star Wars.
1: Hey, so yeah, January 31st was the
0: last month of January, last day of January. So I might call it February <laughs> Eve. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the segment. I guess not. I wasn't ready for the segment. There's no flipping cookies in here. All I have is piano cleaner. Hey,
1: do you want to know something about the cookies? Tell me. I went to go get cookies today.
0: They're like, we heard about you. No cookies.
1: Huh? There were no Let cookies. Let me do that again. Huh? There were no cookies. And there were five donuts. Oh. For an entire university. <laughs> really? No cookies and five donuts. And wow. I went to the person who's in charge of the cookies. Right, cookie guy. And person, I said, Cookie hey, manager. This has been day two with no cookies. What's, What's going, going on? on? And I said, And don't tell me supply chain. Yeah. Guess what? Supply, supply chain. chain. <laughs> uh, cookie time has really been constrained that right now. It's a really big constraint. You know what it was? They were probably like, That guy took eight cookies. Did you see week. when he had a bowl? He took a whole bowl, bowl of, bowl of cookies. cookies out of here.
0: Nuh Not anymore. I bet he hates donuts. Bring donuts in. But you know
1: what? I don't hate
0: donuts. I don't hate donuts either. I love donuts. Basically the same ingredients. I don't understand what the problem is. That's what happened
1: yesterday. I went to go get cookies, no cookies. So I was like, Maple donut? Yeah,
0: it's the same thing. Sure. So I ate a Maple donut. Yeah, right on. One o'clock in the afternoon. Yum. Nap at the desk. I'm a gigantic fat man. Yeah. (laughs) What happened to Scott? Why is he sleeping on the ground? He had a Maple donut at one. He's 46. (laughs) Yeah. He can't do that. He's going to be up all night. He'll, He'll be up later. He'll be okay. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk
1: about Star Wars. Yes. Twenty five years ago. Yeah, last week. Twenty five years ago and a week. Yes. Uh, the Star Wars special editions came out. Were released into theaters. Yes. This is during nineteen ninety seven, and during this time and up until this time, from nineteen eighty three when Return of the Jedi came out until nineteen ninety seven, there was no Star Wars. Yeah. What the only Star Wars that was there was very very niche, very fan based. Definitely not broad-based in any way.
0: Yeah. When you say no stories, you mean there were no movies, but you just mean it wasn't talked about. It wasn't in the lexicon and yeah, the daily dealings. Is that what you mean when you say there was no Star Wars during that time? It had fallen out of the pop culture consciousness, yes. right? Yeah. I don't think a lot of
1: people were thinking about it. Yeah. Like diehard fans were diehard fans, but there were no toys on the shelves at that point. Right, There were video games being made. Uh-huh. Uh, Dark Forces was a very yep. famous video game that came out, 1st Yeah, one of the, the first. Uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter were uh, uh, pilot simulations, dogfighting simulations that came out uh, during that time. But for all intents and purposes, Star Wars was pretty much not thought about anymore. Right Uh, After Return of the Jedi came out, there were uh, the droids animated series and the Ewoks animated series. But there wasn't a lot of support for Star Wars. And like I said, with the exception of a few of these video games that came out here and there... There just wasn't a lot of – fandom was still deep, but there wasn't a lot of broad-based fandom. Yeah. It is not the Star Wars that we know of now. It wasn't the Marvel – you know, there wasn't Marvel Pictures. It wasn't anything like that. It was a series that was immensely popular, very, very beloved, but just sort of went sleepy. Yeah. Um, during that time, there was the – Timothy Zahn novels that came out, which were the Air of the Empire novels, three oh, novels yeah. that came out during that time in the late nineties. Yeah, and Timothy Zahn wrote what was effectively the canon sequels to Episodes four, five, and six, and those were Air of the Empire, Dark Forces Rise, or Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command. Uh, again, like th- these books came out, but they were geared specifically toward the Star Wars fan uh, and did not receive a lot of broad appeal. So Star Wars was pretty much forgotten until. Uh, George Lucas announced that he was going to be doing the Star Wars Special Editions yeah. and that he was going to be releasing revised versions or uh, upgraded versions of the classic movies once a month. So they released January, February, March yep. into theaters. And uh, and with that came like a really cool trailer that, uh, that talked about how like for an entire generation, this is how – this is how fa- uh, people experienced star Wars and it was yeah. all on a four by three TV. And then th- that broke through the TV and you had the full widescreen effect. Yeah. Uh, and it showed some of the special edition upgrades. And, uh, and then that's when star Wars came back on the scene with a special edition. So uh, yeah. we're at 25 years, obviously star Wars is, has changed. Uh, yeah. The perception of star Wars has changed quite a bit, but I want to go back to 1997 yeah, and back. talk about, what your experiences experience was with the special editions? What you remembered about it? Whether or not you saw it, take me on yeah. a, a journey of nostalgia.
0: I think I was a weird. I think I was a weird Star Wars. Fan. I think I was a Star Wars nerd, but I didn't. It was so ingrained with who I was. I'd I'd watched A New Hope so many times, uh, you know, weekly almost for a period, and I think I had it on Betamax. I don't know what the copy was that I had uh-huh. on on Betamax. I want to say I had a widescreen letterbox. I, think yeah, I want yeah. to say I had a yeah. letterbox version of it at some point in time, but I know I had it on Betamax or something like that. And so I didn't know that it was weird. I just didn't process that. The- I didn't think of myself as a nerd or a weird kid. I just thought of me as me. So I didn't know it was weird to watch A New Hope as over mu- and over, just over and over yeah. and over yeah. again. I didn't know that that was weird. Uh, and so I, I just have, I have two pre 97 memories of Star Wars that are, you know, for me, like they're. That is the Star Wars I'm trying to get in touch with. Like, I love all the new stuff, but there's so much now. Like, my time of Star Wars, I've, I've just two memories of it. One was uh, being at summer camp. And I love summer camp, first of all, but I was away from home. It was a you know, week long and some okay. change. I always so, wanted to do that. Never yeah. So that. and I went every year to, so, to a sleepaway summer camp. Camp I, Sacramento. Did you go to Camp Sacramento? No, I wasn't. It was called Westminster Woods and the okay. Alliance Redwoods off of the Bohemian Highway outside of Occidental, California. Oh, man. I, awesome. Yeah. And I, and I loved it there. And, and you, I would get care packages. And uh, I thought I was cool at summer camp. I thought I was a cool guy. You're probably the coolest. I, I, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. I got a care package. What from made my, you think you were cool? Was it the Star Wars was, shirt you were wearing? No. Like, I was wearing that stuff, and like, I had the ringer. I had a ringer with, oh yeah. the, with the New Hope logo yeah, on it, yeah. white, white with blue, uh, I think, blue ringer. And stuff like that. I had I a of, white and blue ringer, too. Yeah. And I had an Empire Strikes Back towel. And I don't know. I just didn't think of myself in that way. I, I just didn't even really know what the word nerd really meant. I yeah. just didn't think about that stuff. And uh, I got this care package from my mom. And I opened it up with my you know, friends for the week who were, I think, much cooler than me. And they were listening to things like Dr. Demento and just music I didn't know anything yeah. about. Yeah, maybe just, a big Monty Python
1: listener. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. know anything about that stuff.
0: Yeah. I knew Star Wars. And so I opened up this care package. And inside of it was the, the Star Wars novel. It was a black book that was this thick. And my mom knew I loved Star Wars. And she'd bought it for me to like remind me of home and like yeah. read this thing when I was at camp. It was a novelization of the 3 movies. Yeah, it was a novelization yeah. of the 3 movies and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love this." Like I'm going to sit on my camp bunk and they're like, "What is that?" I was like, "It's Star Wars." And they were like, "The book?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, is this not cool? Cause really? Yeah, I, rem- I remember just being- The
1: guys listening to Dr. Demento were making fun of you for yeah. reading a Star Wars book? I and just I, want to make sure I understand you did. the you environment did. here.
0: You did uh, under- understand that. And so I remember I, I was very like nervous about reading the book from that on. It was the first time I felt weird about Star Wars yeah. was getting that book at camp. Um, so that's a pre-special edition memory where I was like, I thought we were all in this together. Hey, wait, wait <laughs> we don't all love this thing? This is Star cool. Wars. Have you ever seen Star You've seen Star Wars. You know what I'm talking about, right? And then my only other like pre, like heart, you know, other than playing with the toys and all that kind of stuff yeah, like yeah. that is I, w- I went over to a friend's house whose dad owned a computer gaming store like before Egghead, which is even a yeah, dated reference, right. like uh, like a, an indie, you know. Not um, even an EB Games. No, nothing like that. Like, yeah. here's some discs. If you take them home, the disc has instructions on how to program the game that's on this disc. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and he had a big TV and they had, I think a laser disc version of, of, of a new hope. Sure. Yeah. And I think it was a birthday party and they're like, we're all going to go outside and play and whatever. And I remember going up to him. I, I can see this room very clearly and being like, would it be cool if I just watched star Wars on your laser disc <laughs> while you guys did the birthday stuff. And he was like, seriously. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't got, care about that. I don't I remember you telling a him laser like, Star like Wars. I don't, Yeah, I'm, is it cool? It would really mean a lot to me if you could continue on with your birthday party, but I'm going to watch Star Wars. On, yeah, yeah, know? right. And he was like, I guess. And so I remember being alone in this person's house. Their parents were outside. He was outside. You were and just everything. watching Star Wars by and yourself? I was in their house by myself watching A New Hope. And it bothered me so little that I was like, I remember the thought I had. I remember watching it thinking, someday video games are going to look as good as this looks. Yeah. And that being like, the big takeaway home thing in the world. From this person's birthday party. Don't remember a thing about that other than that TV <laughs> and watching it and being like, it was a good party. Like, like, yeah, really? it was
1: probably the best birthday party you ever went to. I heard there was swimming and stuff. I don't know. It was an ideal Aaron Robbins birthday party because you could be by yourself <laughs> yes. and watch Star Wars yep. and you didn't have to deal with anybody else. <laughs> On a
0: TV that was much bigger than my parents yeah, would right. allow me to have. And, and was-
1: also that that uh, LaserDisc was also widescreen. Yeah, so letterboxed, I think. Yeah, letterboxed. And so there was, I mean, that was the only way that you could watch the original aspect ratio of Star yeah. Wars for a while
0: so I just I, those are just my two memories of of one being like yeah I'm willing to not have friends to, yeah. <laughs> to watch this and uh, feeling it like a tinge of embarrassment uh, about it I don't know if I ever went I don't think I ever went through that embarrassment again yeah. we'll, we'll talk
1: pre special edition yeah. so again like my Star Wars fandom uh, you know tapers off as I think it normally does you know you stop playing with toys at some point when you are you know in junior high whatnot And so I always had a love of Star Wars and like you would just continually watch that movie. I mean, I just remember watching it over and over again uh, and, and just wore the VHS out that we had of Star Wars. Other than watching the movie repeatedly, I don't really remember having a fandom outside of that when I was like a teenager in high school. But I remember when I went to college, that I ended up uh, becoming friends with a couple of guys that were into role-play gaming. Oh, yeah. And they were into Star Wars role-play gaming. Oh, and So, wow. like, I got into Star Wars RPG And then that was also before special edition, before special edition. So this is like 1993, 94. So they were also, that was also when X-Wing, no, when TIE Fighter came out or X-Wing came out. And so I played X-Wing. And so it was like, oh man, you like Star Wars? Like you like this underground thing that nobody else ever talks about. Right. And so I remember having conversations with these friends about Star Wars and I hadn't had conversations with friends about Star Wars for a long time, like ever since I was a little kid pretty much so it rekindled this thing that i loved and that i knew other people loved about it and then flash forward you know shortly thereafter i think they re-released the original this is before again before the special editions they re-released the original trilogy in a on vhs in widescreen letterbox in yeah, letter letterbox I, I think yeah and it was in like in a slipcase i think i remember that yeah and or i remember had that and and getting that and watching that and that was the first time i had ever realized that I was watching Star Wars from an aspect ratio that I had not seen yeah. since I was a child. And so noticing new things, like I remember specifically in Return of the Jedi, uh, in Jabba's palace, when Luke, I think is when Luke comes in, uh, and he walks off, uh, and, and a Gamoran guard walks onto the, into the frame. And I'd never seen that before. Right. I never remembered seeing oh, that before awesome. because it was always cut out in the pan. And yeah, scan, totally. Right? So that was my experience with Star Wars. And then I was also, because I had the sort of rekindled love of Star Wars, then I was trying to find out anything I could about Star Wars. And so I was buying the scripts, the original screenplays and reading through the original screenplays. Yeah, I had the Empire Strikes Back screenplay. And there was a lot of that like fandom focused stuff. And I also ended up, subscribing to the Star Wars Insider, which was like, I became part of the Star Wars fan club. Of course you did. Of course I did. Yeah. And I would get a monthly magazine about oh, what was happening awesome. in Star Wars and doing interviews and behind the scenes and that sort of thing. How fun is that?
0: It was great. What was that magazine like? Was it like more printed on paper? Was it more like glossy photos? It was like, a glossy, it was wow, a glossy magazine. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And and I, I mean, maybe it came out- How do you get a hold every... of that? How do you know that that's a thing that you can become a part of? Gosh, I'm trying to remember how I found out about it. I think-
1: Maybe I maybe I picked up a ma- I think maybe I picked up a magazine of it at Suncoast Video. Do you remember? Okay, Suncoast yeah, Okay, I do remember Suncoast. Yeah, uh, absolutely. where it, that was like a a, a movie lovers yes. store.
0: Yep, uh, in the mall. That was the store. Where my parents were like, "I think you can go in there, but I'm not sure. So maybe you don't." And I'm like, "I think it's fine. I think it's fine." And it, <laughs> and it was, but yeah. it was like it was like a very like in if malls
1: you, if in malls yeah. and if you loved movies. And you wanted to find out what was happening in movies, yeah. And you, or, or like you wanted to order a special, like you would, you would if have to pre-order the stuff. Effects
0: magazine, that little like behind-the-stuff scenes. Yeah, stuff or like a
1: Starlog. I remember Starlog magazine yeah. was another one. So I think it was probably one of the, totally. I probably picked up a magazine. Maybe it wasn't Star Wars Insider. But maybe it was like a Starlog or an SFX. I love type that of thing. man. And then in there was like, oh, subscribe to the Star Wars fan club. Yeah, and, and you so we're like, I'm doing that. I, was I got like, I got all
0: hopped up on Nintendo Power. I couldn't have two fan clubs.
1: Oh, well, this was after I sunset Nintendo Power. I okay, sure. yeah, you went into this. I, from so that. I went, yeah, you. I was like, I can only have one. Totally, have yeah. one super geeky fandom. Uh, and so I subscribed to Star Wars Insider, and that's when I first learned about the the special editions. Yeah, it was because they ran because it. of that. Because yeah. of that, and then and then started seeing things coming you know i was like oh did you hear that this thing's coming
0: out and- yeah only other thing i remember and i want to know if you remember I-, I can remember going into arcades and listening for the sound of that star wars uh oh yeah the game. Ve- the vector
1: graphic one the vector graphic yeah. one
0: which i loved i loved that game and if you can they- get an
1: arcade one-up machine of that did you know really that? yeah
0: red right. five fanny vibe You're all back I loved. I still to this day. I mean, I would play it all the time because I was I was so in love with Star Wars and loved video games and loved arcades and that one had Luke's voice on it. Yeah, 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 right. Scratchy vocal track, but it had it on it. I'm still to this day not sure if that game was amazing or horrible because I I don't even still could it be both. Yeah, I I I guess it it could. could I don't even remember when you go into the trench run. Like I don't even really know what the rules are of that in the game. I'm like, I guess my cursor can't hit this. Not to mention, I'm not sure what I'm aiming at. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be avoiding. Right. There's a lot of colors. Some of them are red. For me, everything like I don't know what I'm and doing and again vector graphics so it's just all lines it's all lines with no dimension whatsoever but it played the music <laughs> yeah. and when you blew up the Death Star it made snowflakes and I was like this is the best Star Wars thing yep. ever so I remember always seeking sit out sit down that.
1: cabinet did you play in the sit down cabinet uh, yeah I played yeah. It,
0: and, and the joystick was very different than any other game right. it had two side handles that felt like you were flying a TIE fighter but you weren't you were flying an X-Wing right um, I love that thing and that was a very pre special edition there were no very much was, so I think yeah. there was maybe a pinball machine and that cabinet again. Neither. There were like. There loved. wasn't a lot of Star Wars stuff yeah. at that point, point. and there were the micro, the micro mini machine Star Wars sets. Yeah, that's right. Which were die cast figures. Yes. On like Hoth, and I had those, those things. A were lot amazing! Of those. I always
1: wanted those. I never got
0: one. Yeah, I always wanted one. I got them because I had learning disabilities, and when I did good on my on my. My exercises for my learning disabilities. I got to buy a set. Man, I wish I had learning disabilities. I know it's awesome. Man, that's a, having learning disabilities is the best. Yeah, you get a marble jar, and then when you when you don't fail a test, you get to put marble and in it, and that thing goes online. It's hoth set I was all just in a with smart the eye on it. I got nothing for it. <laughs> yeah,
1: nothing. Yeah. Nothing.
0: Too bad. Yeah, I
1: now all you got is this podcast. Look at that. This, yeah. is this is what
0: smarts get you. Yeah. And I remember, so this will go into the special editions. I remember seeing the special editions. This is just the way my brain works. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't work right. but It works great. It works differently. I'm a big fan of it. I remember seeing the special edition posters and stuff like that. I wasn't really connected into the insider thing and thinking, oh, it's special that the movies are coming back out. But there's nothing different that's about the, the special movies. special thing. That, that's what I thought. they were just re-releasing yeah. them. So we went to, the, I think, I was probably maybe with Teresa at this point in time, but we went to the theaters not far from your house, uh, and where you oh, live the now. old domes yes yeah yep, the okay. old domes yeah and saw them and i remember thinking it's special because they haven't been back in theater but there's nothing different about the movie really I was, so I was the marketing not, did not work on you in any way and that's how it goes like i choose to hear what i hear you know this for my pinball thing <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> what i hear is what I, hear. I just make up what
1: i hear and that's what i hear so true and i don't some, i don't yeah. verify it in
0: any way shape or no form. and so i get disappointed frequently because i'm like what I think there's some different stuff in these movies. Wait a second. Hold on. These this aren't isn't the Star Wars I remember. Yeah. This wasn't on the laser
1: disc that I watched during exactly. a birthday party. yeah. That's
0: what I thought it was special because it's in the theater for a limited so time. So you had
1: no idea that they were going to be doing these changes to this. To, to how this would little animation. Aaron
0: Robbins know that? I didn't even know you could do that. Dude, I you weren't
1: those... little Aaron Robbins. You were like 20 years old at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's 21. true. 21.
0: Yeah. Still little Aaron Robbins. Yeah, little Aaron Robbins. I didn't know that. That's... You're still wearing your bonnet? I didn't even know you bonnet. could do that. Here's how I thought movies worked when I was 21. Like they finished that movie it's done. It, it's like, well, a, it's like yeah, that's a, how most people
1: thought movies worked yeah, until the special editions came out.
0: I didn't know that you could even, even do that. I don't think many people did.
1: Yeah. Uh, cue the what, reasons they why shoot it. What's going on with this thing? Yeah. They, they plus quote unquote, plus it up. They made yeah. special versions of it. So those special versions came out, yep. uh, one and a month, huh? One a month. Yeah. Do you released. feel like
0: that was right? Do you feel like they should have done one a year or one every... Do you feel like that was right? Get them, just get them out and get it done with.
1: I think... Uh, now, these were the precursors. This was a temperature test for the gotcha. prequels. Yeah, for the prequels, right? yep. Because the prequels came out two years afterwards. And right. so they were already in pre-production of the prequels when these things released. And I and it really was a, hey, is there a fandom here? Are people, yeah. are people craving to see this? So I think for me as a fan... The fact that they came out once a month was really exciting because it was like start because I remember when they went, I mean, I I went to the movie theater the day that tickets went on sale. I went and bought them for the opening night, the first showing. I got all my friends in Michigan or where is this This in Michigan? Okay, and I got all my friends and I was like, we're going to go see Star Wars. It's going to be on the big screen. It's going to be awesome. So there was like 10, 12 of us that all went together on that opening night. And so the idea of like, we're going to go see Star Wars and now no, we're not just going to go see Star Wars. We're going to see all of the Star Wars trilogy once a month yeah. uh, in the theater was a, like, a really big deal. So I really think the momentum of having having that released one after the other really did a good job because it kept Star Wars fresh and in sort of the zeitgeist. Whereas I think if they just released it once per year, it would have tapered off because what Star Wars was fighting against, this right. is very different than like the Disney Vault. Because you when could the Disney,
0: still watch Star Wars, yeah, you could still you, watch yeah, it. People still had VHS. You could copies go to Suncoast yeah.
1: Video and you could go buy it at yep. Suncoast Video. Yeah. Unlike the Disney, the Disney Vault where it was like, hey, you can only buy this for a specific period of time, right. and then you can't access it again unless you got to
0: get a babysitting job and hope
1: the person you're babysitting for has Pinocchio. Exactly. So, uh, you know what Lucas Lucasfilm was effectively fighting against itself, yeah. in the home video market, and so I think releasing it one after the other really did a good job. Yeah, now, I think you're right. Yeah. The challenge is the changes that were made, I think became very very divisive within the fan community and that's when you really started to see at least my my first perception of a fandom owning the, creati- the yes. creator the creator the creative work and and not, no longer the creator owning the creative work. And uh, and you know the han shot first that yeah. gets introduced Job of the Hutt gets introduced in A New Hope. Um, you know, lots of these little changes that when interviewed, Lucas would say, Well, I made these changes because they better reflect my vision of what the movie should yeah. be. And then fans reacting and saying, Yes, but that's not what we grew up with. Yeah. And, and, our yep. vision of what Star Wars is, is what you gave us, not what you thought it was going to be or what you want it to yes. be.
0: Yes. And, and the history of art, uh, an artist going back to a canvas that has been shown is rarely, and I'm going to go say never, is that a good idea to revisit your canvas. Once, your, can- once, your, your, once your, your painting is done. Yeah, once you've released your thing. And people have looked at it and had time with it. You don't go like, oh, you know what that line should be. I'm going to go and in, in, like, it just rarely is a good idea. Yeah. And I remember going in and and watching them. And again, you have to deal with little Aaron Robbins brain, how my brain works. Uh, and I remember some of the scenes. I don't remember the Greedo thing. Like I, my, the first time I watched it, I didn't pick up on the difference that first time that I watched it. Really, that's interesting
1: because of having such an encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge
0: of that movie. I got really caught watching that movie and how did they do all that? So I almost uh, stopped watching in the theater and thinking like, wait, how do they do? How do they do this? Is this even possible? And I got really wrapped up with that, especially the Death Star explosion. I remember being in the theater and seeing that Death Star explosion and being like. Why would it blow up in a ring like that in space? How does that make sense like t- technically? <laughs>
1: well, you just got done watching 90 plus minutes yeah. of spaceships fighting each other Yes, and a giant robot man yes. with a laser sword slicing Yeah, he had through a laser people. sword for sure. And you're like, "I don't really buy this whole ring explosion." Is Explain, that what you I mean, Yeah,
0: me? that's what happened. And so I remember hearing this stuff about Han shot first and I really thought you're just going to have to deal with me, Scott. I will. Have deal I have with who I am, as 92 episodes. I know. <laughs> I really thought that that was a reference to Cloud City when Han walks in and Darth Vader's in the he table. And he pulls out his blaster, he pulls out his, shooting him, and people are trying to say that like he should have tried to talk to him diplomatically. Han's just a murderer. And So in my head, I've got this whole narrative. Oh my gosh, of the world being upset with Han because he just tries to execute Darth Vader, and that's not fair. They should have had a conversation and tried to that's work it out. That's what you thought
1: Han shoots first was all about <laughs> for for probably after you have
0: seen this movie. Yeah, for probably a year, that's what I thought it was, and I was like. Look, he was all amped up. He, sh- he probably shouldn't have tried to shoot Darth Vader. He probably should have sat down. Clearly, they were going to have a meal and talked things out. They were just going to <laughs> work out their differences. They were going to work out their differences. And then I was like, oh, the Greedo thing. I get it now.
1: So it, you didn't pick up on the Greedo did thing not.
0: when you saw it in the theaters? In theater. the theaters, I did not pick it up. That's I only picked it up through the me. zeitgeist later that that's what had happened.
1: I remember seeing that scene and going, Eugh, like, yeah. just the special effects were
0: really bad to begin with. In the theater? Because that, that yes. scene is v- really quick in the it's movie. It's very quick. But I, but I mean, but it's also early in the movie, so it sets you up to not enjoy the rest of the stuff they add to Most Eisley is funky. Well, that's true. I mean, and I think we should go
1: through the things that we liked best or least in the in the special edition trilogy. Um, you know, the changes that they made. For me, when I was watching this movie, I was acutely aware of what the differences were going to be. Okay. Like, you know, I was looking for like, oh, that's different. Oh, right, okay, right, that's a right. new thing. So when it came to Han and Greedo, when that happened, I was like, that's not the way this works. Right. Like, Han shoot, Han shoots first. Like, yeah. and the way and and the the way they did the dodging it looked like they basically just cut and pasted. They cut Harrison Ford's face and just sort of pasted it a couple inches, you know, over his shoulder. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the, the special effect didn't work for me and right. it was just like, Oh wow, this is really bad. And then shortly thereafter is the job of the Hutt yeah. scene where when that came out, they've improved Jabba over the decades in that uh, scene in that scene they've improved him because the first version of that is really atrocious
0: like, it is very yeah. very atrocious. very small very slug like and you're like he looks bigger in Return of the Jedi yeah exactly like, like a lot bigger very big and big. the toy the play toy yeah. of Jabba the Hutt by Kenner he's big
1: and he looks and the the play toy by Kenner by Kenner looks the way Jabba looks in Return of the Jedi yeah which is not the way Jabba looks in special edition New Hope right and then they did the thing where Han walks over Java's tail and Java sort of does like this cartoonish reaction where yeah. it goes like that. Yeah. And it just, for me, it, it really, it betrays how cool Java the Hutt is. Yeah. And it sort of makes him into, it clowns him. Right. Yeah. And it makes him a little boss Nassi. Yeah. It makes him a little boss Nassi. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And so th- that's where it was like, it was like the one, two punch for me of like, this is like this is not good. There are things that I love. I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe I'm seeing this in the movie theater. Totally. Second of all, there are some special effects that are blowing me away right now. But those two things in particular are just like, that is really bad. And fans are justified in not liking those. And I think fans are justified in demanding that the original versions be released. Like, you can have your special editions, that's fine, but release the original versions that we grew yeah. up with.
0: Yeah, the 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 I remember I remember thinking that, like, why can't I just watch the original like why can't i just watch it the way i want to watch it yeah, and, not, right. and still to this day not really understanding that other than i'm an artist this is my vision this is what i and i'm almost upset that you guys didn't like it yeah so right. now you're stuck with it Which is like george Lucas has taken so much unfair heat that maybe maybe that's his right to do that i don't know uh, I, was, I, was I think upset you're right him.
1: that he's taken unfair heat but i think again i think fans are very justified in this heat like it's yeah. his stubbornness it's his stubbornness that says like, no, you don't get that because that's an inferior version of the of the thing that
0: it's I made. It's such a weird transference of it something is. that he made. He thought, he put his neck like, he liked Star Wars before anybody else did because he was there filming it and directing it. And I, I know that about his wife doing the editing. Like, I, I get it. Like, yeah, that guys not yeah, the yeah, most right. talented movie maker in the whole world. He did make Star Wars. Yeah. He was there. And so it's this thing that he liked before all of us. He gives it to the world and we're like, it's ours now. And he's like... I don't get a say in it at all. And they're like, yeah, we don't like your say anymore. And I get that some of this stuff's cheesy and this dialogue's horrible, but it still is a weird transference of a very personal, very thing to the world. And then it's like, you don't, it doesn't, it's like, it's your kids growing up and leaving you and not wanting to come home anymore. It sucks. I, yeah, I guess so. I, 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 a little bit, like I know it's bit. not. Like, I, I think it stinks for him over the years. I think it stinks. for. I, I think it kind of stinks for him. I, well, I
1: think he's, you're right. I mean, I think it's interesting because fandom being what it is true fans hate the thing that they love most, yeah. right? I mean, there's just that weirdness where yeah. it's like it doesn't match up with what I imagine it should be or, you know, I have ownership over this thing and you don't. I feel like the special editions are right to be divisive for fans. Yeah. And I think as a result, it would make sense. It would show love for the fans. It would show love for the thing that that people uh, would show love for the fandom that this thing created. The history and
0: nostalgia that people have with those, that the movie is not just a watching experience. It is a connection to your growing up. Yeah. It and just, you've changed my growing up. I
1: feel Exactly. Like you are erasing or changing the memories that I have yeah. of this thing. And I can't, it's, it's like when we talk about theme park attractions, totally. right? When you get rid of a theme park attraction, you cannot experience the nostalgia of that theme park attraction because it's gone. Right. There is nothing that you, just you can. said do. I was going to be sad over Toontown.
0: Not a great land. And yeah. I was just like, all, oh, but, but it's like I, but
1: I can't revisit it ever again. Totally. Yeah. And I think the special editions do the same thing. It's yeah. like you can't go back to this. Yeah. And but there's no good reason to yeah. not right. allow you to go back to it because technology allows you the opportunity to say, you want to watch a director's cut? Watch a director's cut. You yeah. want to watch the original theatrical cut? You've got that as well. It seems to be that there is more love for Star Wars fandom and the original cuts that people experience as, as a kid with the fans than there is with the owners of the property themselves, yeah. be them Lucas or Disney.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. I've just, have since then, have, you know, tried to understand Mr. Lucas's position in that, uh, you know, we, we say we hate the prequels. I will say I have problems with the prequels and I still watch them every year. I still watch everyone probably sure. every yeah. year, but I don't, go over to his house and tell him good job i don't send him an email yeah. he just sort <laughs> you're of you're not sit- sending a
1: card No he just yep. sort
0: of sits in this isolation chamber of it seems like everybody hates everything that i do and when i do what i want to do they hate it when i do what they want to do they hate it and just, and i just i'm not saying it's unfair cuz he, he sold it for quite a lot of money and i think he's fine i hope I think he's, he's going to be okay i think he's okay yeah. Yeah. but i do, i do think it's just it's just a weird thing that he he took something that everybody loved and turned that into something that you just can't win you just can't win we don't like anything that you do other than that we still kind of love it
1: but see, that's where I that's where I differ. Differ. He can win. He yeah. could have won. Yeah. He could have won by saying, "Okay, this is my version. This is my vision. This is the way I the think Luke Star Wars cut. should have been." It's George's Lucas. It's George Lucas's cut. Yeah. And here's the what they actually call the un- the. Uh, original theatrical cut. Yeah. The gout, that's what they call it. George's original theatrical cut is the actual term for the movie that was released in 1977. Those two things can coexist. Absolutely. And quite frankly, going back to the the news that we talked about, like if Disney wants to figure out how to goose Disney Plus to get more subscribers, I think if they were to say, hey, we're releasing the original theatrical cuts of Star Wars and they're going to live alongside the special editions, like people would pay, fans would pay for that. I think probably even some people that are not fans would pay for it to go like, oh I'm going to I watch to go this version I want to see I want to see what the differences were because I'm not a big enough yeah. fan to be able to know what the differences the, are the
0: internet would be very tolerant of a this is the the gout or whatever you call it this is the un this is the 77 version that's that and you can watch that and that never changes it will always be here and then we have this thing that's just evolving it's got McClunky in it it's yeah, just yeah, the, right and then you have this thing that just it's like a theme park right it gets plussed over the years and as long as you I think the internet would be very tolerant of I think that. they would crave it yeah you want, you want to watch the crazy one that they've added to and CGI and they constantly like see it will all never the changes Star Wars will never a new hope will never be done as long as there's money to be made right, yeah. we have that version yeah and then we have the 77 and I and I think that's great it was the taking away that I think was a problem and that the changes were not just uh, color grading digitizing spaceships the, right the, they were some storytelling stuff that was that was not good right not cool. I, th- I
1: think if if the special editions amounted to you know, Let's do the whiz bang of Moss Isley, like the, the hustle and bustle of Moss Isley yeah. or the improvement of the, of the, uh, spaceships and that sort yeah. of thing. Cleaning up mat lines and whatnot. Like if it was just those things, I don't think there would ever be a concern of yeah. saying like, we want the original cuts. I, I think people would go like, yeah, this is great. This is yeah. exactly in our mind. This is what this movie looked like. Right. It, it, I, to your point, like it is the story changes that cause people to it, the character changes. Like, yeah. Han Solo is a different character as a result of special editions than he was in the original cut. And that's, that's a problem. I think fans are right to be miffed about that. Totally. And I think you see that by the efforts that have been made by these fans that have made 4K versions of the original theatrical cuts.
0: I mean, I think the ones that I like now are just the ones that I said that when I watch it now, the, the color grading yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like, that is amazing. The extended spaceship shots of of approaching, uh, I think, approaching Cloud City. There's just – and the, in the wider wide. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Cloud sense. City
1: stuff is fantastic in yeah. Empire Strikes Back.
0: And I can remember when this finally came in. I remember doing a lot of pausing and looking at yeah. at, at because this was the first time you got to see those things at a larger scale. Yeah. And I just didn't even really understand. it Yeah, like it really. And so even this is a story change. Seeing Most Eisley in that size changes in my mind it what totally it was does. when I when I grew up. You know, yeah, like it was like I don't know six buildings there, and it's, they it's, mostly like to drink. That's yeah, it's what like, they do. Yeah, better. exactly.
1: It's like this this outskirts town, right? Yeah, I yeah. never,
0: I never. Yeah, it it changes the way you would would have played Star Wars. I never thought of Most Eisley or Mos Espa any of those as civilization centers. Yeah, right. right yeah, right. So no, I know I, I like those, uh, and then you know I think. I don't remember a lot of what the the differences are between them. Yeah, um, the blowing the, up thing bothered me because the explosion I, ring, which I love. I, I love the I don't, explosion. I'm ring. not an explosion ring fan. Yeah, uh, it's too much and it's too like it's too glorious for me. From this the the old explosion's just so bad and it twinkles a little bit. It does. It the went, old like,
1: explosion <laughs> looks like a, a, a basketball got shot with a rifle.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody held some sparklers inside. Yeah, exactly. A, yeah, I love that. Filled so, it
1: with uh, powdered sugar or something yeah, like that and then blew it up.
0: I don't need to do a breakdown. I liked I liked all the environment stuff. In you a big
1: fan of that Size Noodles number, that Jedi Rocks number that that they did in Return of the Jedi special edition? I don't remember it. They took out Sice Noodles in the Max Rebo band and they replaced it with a fully CGI size noodles and then did an actual musical number where they have backup singers and dancers yeah. Yeah. and it's atrocious. Yeah. It's absolutely atrocious. All the Boba Fett pandering in those movies with like they insert Boba Fett in a bunch of different scenes huh. just for the sake of making them cooler. You're just like, come on. He's just like a Boba Fett. There's a lot of Boba Fett mugging that goes on. Like,
0: he looks at the screen, like, hey, you know me. I'm Boba Fett. That was cereal after me. How weird is it, though, that like a throw, not a throwaway character, but I'm going to go with just and upset people and say Boba Fett, a somewhat throwaway character. Yeah. A tertiary, Uh, a tertiary, a tertiary at best character. Right. Uh, You tell George Lucas in whatever. 83 like this this character was actually going to be the downfall of the entire star wars universe <laughs> because in 2000 whatever you sell it to disney they make this show called boba fett and then you change everything and this one character he's like i still put it in because it, is the, put be- it, in. <laughs> it is the <laughs> like, best no character. do you understand
1: hundreds of people that have boba fett tattoos yeah. are going to be permanently affected and scarred yes. by this yeah put them in
0: put them in put them in we should do a tv show about it too
1: no, no, that's what we're telling you. We're telling you that it's they're going to do that. In it's going to be better.
0: I'm really from the future. Bad. I'm from the year 2022. You, take Boba Fett out. It saves the Disney company. No, look how cool it he is. It saves Star Wars. Look it him. is cool. It's the coolest armor look that's he's, ever he, been made. It's smacking on the billion girls. Look yeah. at him. It's cool, but it will ruin your franchise. In the distant, in 2022, it ends up being the thing. Oh, put it like As <laughs> <laughs> That's yours, Lucas. the special edition.
1: I guess we'll put it in. Yeah. That's the special editions. Yeah. Go ahead and watch them on Disney Plus. Now bear in mind that the changes that we're talking about, they have been changed over and over again. Yeah. So for example, like they reinserted uh or they, they put in McDermott, who is the Emperor, and they uh they did a pickup for him yeah. in the uh, Empire Strikes Back, and they've changed his dialogue over the years multiple times. Have
0: they really? Yeah, yeah. That insert when he's a hologram up above that's that right. one, that's a little weird looking.
1: The original, you mean the original one, or uh, both? Yeah, the original one. I've I, again, I grew up with, and I'm yeah. just sort of like, that's what the emperor looks like. Yeah, he's scary. He's scary. He's weird. He's got pop out eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and then they he put does. Ian McDermott in there, and he's just sort of like this. I don't know. He looks like he's wearing a Ruby's Halloween mask of yeah, the emperor. I remember that being a little weird, and it just feels a little weird. None of it, none of it, really works for me. in, yeah. in a weird way. Um, the last one that I will say that really bugs me, Tell which me. I don't know if you experienced. They've take, since taken this out, so you okay. cannot watch this anymore. You can watch it on
0: YouTube. How are we supposed to talk about the movie when they keep changing it? Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, you can go, like, they made this change. It may still be in there by the yeah. time you listen to this episode. It's so weird. But Empire Strikes Back, when, uh, you know, Vader reveals to Luke that he is his father and he's yeah. join me and together we can rule the
0: galaxy as father yeah. and
1: son, he makes a conscious decision to let go, yeah. right? In the special
0: in the, editions. In the original. The, the yeah. original, he makes oh, I'm a conscious decision. trying to remember decision, what that scene looks like. Conscious
1: decision to let go and
0: drop. Like off. A, yeah, there's like a look of uh, defiance in his eyes. Yeah. yeah, and
1: resolve. Like, okay, I'm not going to join you. I'm going to do this. Yeah. In the special editions, they add a scream as he falls, as if he slipped off the thing. what <laughs>
0: I wonder if they use that famous scream, whatever that scream. The Wilhelm called. scream? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great if they did.
1: <laughs> <I don't laughs> why they do they did. do that?
0: Why do you think, why, why do you think? I it, don't
1: know. That's, that's what weird. I'm saying. This is, these are the, these are the changes where you go like George Lucas's statement is I'm making these changes because I'm trying to realize the movie that I wanted to make. And you go like, I don't think you wanted to make that movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you wanted to, to add, you know, a sixth graders uh, girlish scream in there. You could have done that and post at any moment. Yeah. It did not take 20 years of filmmaking to get to this point. Uh, That's uh, so that's, there's special editions. You should watch them and you should watch the compilations on YouTube. Like the f- changes that they made, the fascinating, fascinating. To they watch are. Star-
0: They're the not short videos either. Though. They're each from went in about 30 minutes no, to I just don't. catalog all the changes per, yeah. per, per release. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fun to watch though. Yeah. Fun to watch. Fun to talk about. This is a fun talk about. I thought it was fun. Let's go to an arcade.
1: Yeah, let's go to an arcade. All right. Let's play that Star Wars sit-down arcade. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening. While you're checking out those special edition changes on YouTube, why don't you go over to the Bobs' and Banthas YouTube channel? Just subscribe. You don't have to listen. Just subscribe. There you go. We don't ask you to listen. We just ask you to click the subscribe button. There you go. Make us happy. This has been Bobs' and Banthas. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Mm -hmm. Facebook Podcasts. And now YouTube. Yeah. And now I can say, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. I've been saying that for 91 but episodes. But it hasn't been true, Scott. But it's been a false promise. Yep. Now it's a true promise. Yep. You can listen wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do that. Uh, we can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Check out Magic of the Mouse radio for the best Disney music and
0: podcast 24-7 by visiting WDisby or... You can go to bobsledsandbanthas.com mm-hmm. forward slash mm-hmm. type in special edition. Mm-hmm backspace out mm-hmm. of that type in radio and then you hit your enter button you can or you can you probably it. should Well, you can will it with the force too oh that's a good idea yeah too. i just installed that force force the, plugin. For, the force force plugin yeah. is that
1: chrome extension
0: it is yeah okay good you think about it really hard it goes there boom
1: so you can do that uh please be sure to follow us on apple podcast we would love it if you left us a five-star review there we would love it if you left us a five-star on spotify written review a written review would be even better say hi say hi we want to know what you think about the show. Yeah. It helps other people find out about that show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah. You can visit us, banthas.com You can email us, podcast at bobbasandbanthas.com. If you have a show idea, a collaboration idea, something you want us to talk about, we would love to hear it. And again, we really, really appreciate all of our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting us. Patreon.com forward slash banthas, where you can subscribe at the Bantha tier level and get a lot of fun content that we put out there. A lot yep. of extra podcasts. Yeah. Extra podcasts that we put out there of talking about the things that we love. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That is for sure. You can wear us at com, and you can join the Bantha Tears for all the fun we have on Instagram. We are at bobsleds and Banthas because that's
0: Banthas. the name of this podcast. That is the name of the podcast, that's right? right? Sometimes we do a little live streams before the show. Sometimes we do
1: that if I have enough battery power on my true. phone. Aaron, do you have anything else you'd
0: like to say? Look, sometime in the future, Somebody's been listening to this episode and they're uh-huh. driving down I five right now. Yeah. I don't know where you're going. Maybe I you're call going it home. The five. The five. Yeah. Or I five. You're headed down to Disneyland. Maybe. Maybe you're heading home. Maybe you're a trucker just listening to Bob just Sleds and Banthas. And I just want you to know. W- yeah. Ultimately, I made this podcast for you. For you. That's right. In my head, I always picture somebody on I five driving. If that's you. Thanks, thanks for listening. My heart, my heart's with you tonight. Whatever that road looks like, it's my favorite road. A long and lonesome road. It is the a five. long. Parts of it are long and lonesome. Yeah. Maybe when you're listening into the future, it's just it's in and outs and Carl's juniors every exit, so Could you're be. fine.
1: You think the 99 is more of a long and lonesome road than the five? No, definitely not. You don't no, think it, so?
0: I think it's a it's a less lonesome road. I still think it's long, but it's not it's lonesome. You go through more towns on I five. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, right. stretch I five is what this podcast exists for. If you're listening to this on I seventy five.
1: Uh, a yeah. long freeway that takes you from tip of northern Michigan all the way down to the What's
0: it look like? Bottom what's the, of... What's the I'm boringest part of that drive? What? What's the boringest part of I-75? I've never been on it. What's it look um. like? I can describe I- I-5. It's uh, flat on one side. Uh, it's flat in the middle with hills on both sides.
1: Uh, I-75, you go through a lot of different terrain. You go through cornfields. You go okay. through smoky mountains. You go down into uh, into Georgia. Uh, I think driving through. I think for me, driving through all of Georgia is a little tiring.
0: Okay, so why? You spend, because
1: you spend about uh, about f- four hours Just in Georgia, going through Georgia. Yeah, and the thing is, you go through the entire length of Georgia. You
0: know, a lot of the. Lot- cool is that though that on your journey to dis uh, Disney World, if you were raising kids over there, you- you'd be like, "Oh, we're in this state now, and we're in this state now." Here, it's just uh, that still in California. Fun.
1: I will say that is the fun thing where you're like, "Oh, we're in Tennessee now. Okay, yeah. we're moving through or we're in Kentucky. We're moving through Kentucky. That's now. cool. Gonna- I think that's that is cool. fun." Uh, the problem is, is that because Georgia is the last state you hit before you hit Florida, when you're like, we're in Florida yeah. and we're going to be hitting Disney world really soon. You got to drive through all of Georgia, all Georgia which yeah. again is like three, four hours, something yeah. I think four hours, four, maybe even five hours. So that's a long state to drive through right. before you hit Northern Florida. And even when you hit Northern Florida, you're like, Hey, guess what? We have three and a half more hours until we get to Disney wow. world. Yeah. So it, whether you're leaving Florida or you're coming into Florida, Georgia's a long Georgia's state. Georgia's rough. Gotcha. Through. But it's a lovely state. Right. Drive right through Atlanta. Fantastic. Yeah. I believe they filmed Cobra Kai there. I believe you're right. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this on I-75. Thanks. Nice. Strike first. Strike hard. And keep that pedal going. That's right. Yeah. Until next week.
0: I've been absolute Aaron Robbins. And I have been your co-host, Scott Storm. No, my friend, I will always be your co-host Mm-mm. on this show. No, no. Remember the first, like the
1: second episode you got upset because I called you my co-host?
0: Oh yeah! No, like, no. why am I your co-host? I What's was like, whoa, the whoa, 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 buddy. I'm just doing an intro no, here. No, 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 no. Let's get things straight right away because I'm going to get business cards. And it's going to say host. Uh, mine's going to say hostess with the mostess. And I'm going to go H-O-S-T-E-S-S. Hostess yeah. with the mostess. There you go. Thanks for listening. Hey, we'll thanks for listening. We've been Bob's and have been Boba Fett's and Banthas. We will see you next week for Boba Fett's and Banthas. That's true. Boba Fett's and Banthas next week. All right. Walt Disney's Magic King.